Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is now out in theaters. In what is the latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was by far worth the wait. And with the addition of beloved Avenger, Wanda Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch, it was by far an epic adventure for Doctor Strange in the MCU's multiverse. In this edition of Bruce Stilled, I'll be recapping the film and the life lessons it taught, as the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now back on Bruce Stilled. But first though... Let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon. Welcome to this edition of Bruce Stilled. In the world, I'll be recapping Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, the latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is by far an amazing film and also a great addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in where Doctor Strange embarked on his latest epic adventure, this time into the multiverse, in where he also faced off against one of our beloved Avengers, Wanda Maximoff, who was by far the surprise villain in this film in what was by far an epic adventure for Doctor Strange, and a well-crafted Marvel movie. But first, what beer am I pairing for this week's edition of Bruce Stilled? What beer am I pairing for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness? My beer pairing for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness comes out of Colorado, from New Image Brewing. And the name of this beer is called Eject Mind Capsule, which is a super saturated IPA. This double IPA is brewed with Galaxy, Nelson Sullivan, Citra, and Mosaic Lupamax hops. And it comes with a 10.5 ABV. This double IPA is also very hazy and also very hoppy. And also comes with a signature very hazy color. And the flavor is also very citrusy, a really good flavor. Not too citrusy, not too hoppy, a very perfect blend for a double IPA. This beer is also one to be sipped, not chugged, just like any other craft beer, but it's no doubt good pairing for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. The can art is also very brilliant, very artistic, and also very beautiful at the same time. I have it with me right now. Let me get a taste of this real quick here. Mmm, very good. I like the hazy coloring to it, just like I said before. Gets a nice frothy top to it, that nice hazy color to it, and that good hazy IPA flavor to it. An excellent outstanding beer out of Colorado, and a prime product of the Colorado craft beer scene. And there's also a good purchase from the app Tavour. Now, if you haven't used Tavour, definitely check that app out. If you're looking for beers that are not in your local area, Tavour could very well be the solution to get you beers that you never had before. For me, it's like the multiverse of craft beer. Think about this. Doctor Strange and his movie went to the multiverse on an epic adventure. But if you're looking for a multiverse of craft beer, the app Tavour could very well be that gateway. And that beer is a Citra Eject Mind Capsule. Super saturated double IPA from New Image Brewing out of Colorado. And that's beer pairing for this week's edition of Bruce Stilled and the official beer pairing for Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. So let's go ahead and recap the recent Doctor Strange movie called Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, which is the latest Marvel movie out in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it lived up to expectations, it was by far an excellent movie, an amazing film, also an epic adventure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and also an excellent film for Doctor Strange, while also featuring our favorite, Wanda Maximoff. Now before I proceed forward in my review and recap of this movie, there will be spoilers. So if you've not watched the movie, or you have plans to watch the movie Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. So in this film, we find Doctor Strange in what I see is very much a predictable spot. He's watching the love of his life, Christine Palmer get married to another man. He's at her wedding, watching the whole thing unfold right before him, which was very much not a surprise because anyone who's an Avenger, although Doctor Strange was never really seen as an Avenger in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but regardless though, anyone who's been a character and hero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe tends to have consequences that follow after saving the world, which in this case, Doctor Strange, along with the Avengers, helped save the 
universe from Thanos. But now we find Doctor Strange in a post-Thanos world, in where after his recent adventure with Spider-Man in the movie Spider-Man No Way Home, we find Doctor Strange not finding love with the love of his life, Christine Palmer. He's at her wedding watching her get married to another man, and he seems at peace with it, even though he wishes it was him getting married to Palmer as opposed to someone else. But in the end, Palmer is married to another man in this movie right at the very beginning, and Doctor Stephen Strange looks on. But before that, though, we do get an introduction to American Chavez in this film, who's right now the latest character and latest hero addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We see Chavez with a variant Doctor Strange going through the multiverse. So we see another version of Doctor Strange right before the moments at this wedding of Christine Palmer with American Chavez. In where America Chavez and his other version of Doctor Strange are being chased by a demon in time and space through different universes while they search for the Book of Ifshanti. Unfortunately, this version of Doctor Strange is killed in the action in where America Chavez accidentally creates a portal that transports herself to our Doctor Strange world with is known as Earth 616. So the main world in a Marvel Cinematic Universe is known as Earth 616, which is also the main location of Earth 616 and we're also where the main action of the comics does take place. It's pretty much like the sacred Earth in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. But in this moment, America Chavez accidentally teleports herself, also with the corpse of this other Doctor Strange, into Earth 616. And all of this does occur right at the same time at Dr. Christine Palmer's wedding. And while America Chavez is teleporting herself onto Earth, Doctor Strange does see this happening and immediately notices that something isn't right. He gets right into the action with America Chavez by fighting a one-eyed monster in the streets of New York City. Also, it's help from Wong, who is also now the Sorcerer Supreme. So in this film, Doctor Strange is no longer the Sorcerer Supreme. That title is now with Wong. And so after they defeat the monster, the one-eyed monster, Chavez explains to Wong and Doctor Strange that she's being hunted because of her ability to travel to the multiverse. So it's clear to Wong and to Doctor Strange that Chavez is indeed special and that she's also not of their world, that she does indeed come from a different universe in the multiverse of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now it then becomes clear to Wong and Doctor Strange that something is indeed not right, that something definitely is wrong here. They then realize that the monster is running on witchcraft, which then sparks a visit from Doctor Strange to Wanda Maximoff, who's been in hiding since the events of Westview from what we saw with WandaVision from Disney+. Plus. So now we see Wanda Maximoff, she's pretty much hiding in seclusion after what happened in the events of Westview, but she then gets this visit from Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is investigating what happened with the monster. He's looking to consult Wanda Maximoff for assistance by knowing that there's something going on in the multiverse. Now it's very much unique in the scene. This is where Doctor Strange starts taking even greater interest in the multiverse, as he does have experience with the multiverse, given his adventure in the multiverse with Spider-Man for the movie Spider-Man No Way Home. So he then asks Wanda Maximoff what did she know about the multiverse. She does say that she knows all about it and making reference to Vision by seeing that Vision knew about the multiverse and that one of his theories was that he knows it's a very dangerous place. So we do get a reference to Vision in this film from Wanda Maximoff, but one thing I noticed in this moment is that when she mentions Vision, she doesn't appear too upset about losing Vision from the events of WandaVision, as it is soon revealed that Wanda Maximoff was indeed behind the attack, that she is the one hunting Chavez. She does mention Doctor Strange that he could bring her. Chavez or Maximoff will provide protection for Chavez, only for her to reveal herself as having an ulterior motive. So in this scene, we find out that Wanda Maximoff is indeed the villain of this film. She then alters the reality all around her because when Doctor Strange went to visit Wanda Maximoff in this scene, it's in a very nice area with trees and flowers. But in the end, all around her is nothing but a grim reality, which appears to be nothing but destruction all around Wanda and Doctor Strange. This is where Doctor Strange now realizes that Wanda Maximoff 
Maximoff is not the Avenger she once was, that she does have an ulterior motive, and Wanda Maximoff tells Doctor Strange she wants Chavez so that she could transport herself to multiverse to another reality to get her kids back, the kids that she lost during the events of WandaVision in Westview. But Doctor Strange does tell Wanda that her kids were never real, that they're created by her part of her imagination, and that what she's trying to do will not work in the end. But this is something that Wanda does not believe. She does believe she'd go to multiverse to get her kids back, and she does not consider what Doctor Strange is saying to her in this scene. So it becomes clear that as a Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff is indeed a huge threat not only to Doctor Strange, but also for the entire multiverse at the same time. As Wanda does believe that she does need the powers of Chavez in order to reunite with her sons, Billy and Tommy, who we saw in WandaVision. Doctor Strange refuses to obey the request for Wanda Maximoff, and he then tells Wong, Chavez, and other sorcerers located at Kamertage that Wanda Maximoff is coming for Chavez, and the sorcerers, along with Doctor Strange and Wong, and Chavez, unite to repel attack from Wanda Maximoff, who does come in full force. But despite their defense of Kamartage, Wanda Maximoff does break through, killing several sorcerers in the process, in what was shown to be a very orchestrated fight scene at the same time. It's after the attack, Doctor Strange and Chavez escape by going through the multiverse, and where they land on what is called Earth 838, which is a different planet Earth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Maximoff is back in the ruins of Kamartage, in where she uses a book known as a Darkhold to dreamwalk by taking control of her counterpart Earth 838 in order to get Chavez and Doctor Strange. Now when Chavez and Doctor Strange arrive on Earth 838, it's definitely a very unique version of planet Earth. Traffic lights such as green means stop, while the traffic light of red means go. And it's definitely a different version of planet Earth and also New York City. And there's also a monument of Doctor Strange where after he defeated Thanos in his version of planet Earth. But all is not what it seems on this version of planet Earth for Doctor Strange and for Chavez. Now Chavez and Doctor Strange get to know each other more in this scene. Doctor Strange wants to know more about Chavez and her abilities to travel to the multiverse. And along the way they also go through different multiverses at the same time. A world where their animated characters paint and also various other universes that Doctor Strange and Chavez travel through before going to this different version of Earth they are in for the most part of this movie. But one thing that does stand out in this version of Earth, known as 838, there is a counterpart Wanda Maximoff on this Earth, where she does have the sons Billy and Tommy. Wanda Maximoff uses the power to dreamwalk to take control of her counterpart on this Earth in order to find Doctor Strange and Chavez, but surviving sorceress on Kamartage sacrifices herself to destroy the Dark Hold, which puts a stop to Wanda's intervention on this Earth, as she cannot dreamwalk on this Earth after the book known as the Darkhold is destroyed. But it's not long after this where Wanda Maximoff takes Wong as a hostage and where he leads her to Mount Wangandor, a forbidden ancient ruin with the spells of Darkhold etched into the walls. So this is Wanda's chance here to salvage what just happened with Darkhold getting destroyed. She takes Wong to Mount Wangandor to his ancient ruin if she's able to find a Darkhold in the walls in order for Wanda to resume her plan that she has in this movie. Now back in Earth 838, Doctor Strange and Chavez are looking for help for assistance on their quest. It's worth then Doctor Strange is reunited with the Sorcerer Supreme of that Earth, which is Carl Mordo from the first Doctor Strange movie. At first, Doctor Strange does anticipate conflict with Mordo, but in the end, Mordo does embrace Doctor Strange, much to Doctor Strange's surprise. But it's not long after this where Chavez and Doctor Strange are taken into custody, and where Doctor Strange meets a variant of Christine Palmer, who's working with multiverses in this timeline. Doctor Strange is then brought before the Illuminati, a secret society consisting of 
Gordo, a live-action Captain Peggy Carter from Marvel's What If, the animated series, King Blackgator, Bulgon, Captain Maria Rambo, Dr. Dean Richards, and also Professor Charles Xavier from the X-Men movies, also portrayed by Patrick Stewart. And Cindy Illuminati explains to Doctor Strange that by using their universe's Darkhold, they were able to defeat Thanos in that timeline. But they also killed Doctor Strange in that timeline in order to prevent that Doctor Strange in that universe from causing more harm in that universe. So it appears in this timeline, the Illuminati, they are not crazy to see Doctor Strange. In their view, anyone who is Doctor Strange, regardless of what universe they come from, will bring nothing but problems. And Mordo also believes that the 616 Strange, the main Doctor Strange in our timeline, is also just as dangerous as any other Doctor Strange he has seen before. But before the Illuminati could pass a penalty towards Doctor Strange, the Wanda Maximoff in that universe, under control of Wanda Maximoff from Earth 616, attacks the compound where the Illuminati is located. And despite their best efforts, the Illuminati are killed by Wanda Maximoff as she proves to be too much for them. Doctor Strange, Chavez, and that universe's counterpart to Christine Palmer all escape, and where they go back into the multiverse, into another alternate reality, where they find another version of Doctor Strange, but in this world, this whole world is flat out destroyed, which pretty much shows that something there did not go right, which in the end destroyed the entire universe and the alternate reality they find themselves in. But they do find another Doctor Strange, who was also corrupted in this universe, which I believe led to what happened in this universe you see in this film, this destroyed reality, which I do believe is caused by this corrupted version of Doctor Strange we find. Now Strange, Chavez, and Palmer go to this reality to find the Book of Ashanti, which is the opposite of the Darkhold, but Maximoff also appears there and destroys it. Maximoff then takes over Chavez's mind, which is what led Palmer and Strange to destroy the universe. Now Doctor Strange does talk with this corrupted version of Doctor Strange, who also does have three eyes, which comes as a result of using a Darkhold. They end up fighting one another, where Doctor Strange defeats and kills this evil version of Doctor Strange, which then results in Doctor Strange having to make a very bold decision in order to save Chavez from Wanda Maximoff. As part of his bold action, Doctor Strange ends up using a Darkhold and ends up dreamwalking through the corpse from the first Doctor Strange we saw at the beginning of the movie, who we saw with Chavez at the beginning of the film running from the demon. And with help from Wong, Doctor Strange saves Chavez from Wanda Maximoff, and we're engaged in a final battle with Wanda Maximoff at Mount Wongador, and that's where Doctor Strange encourages Chavez to use her abilities in this fight. And as a result of this, Chavez then transports Maximoff back to Earth 838. Now this is the same Earth where he found a different version of Wanda Maximoff where she does have Billy and Tommy as her kids. And Chavez shows Wanda Maximoff this version of Wanda Maximoff in this Earth. And this is where Wanda Maximoff sees a consequence of her actions, in where she sees Billy and Tommy in fear as they're separated from the mother of the Wanda of this Earth. As a result of this, Wanda relents from what she's doing, and she then uses her powers to bring down Mount Wungador, destroying all copies of the Darkhold in the entire multiverse, and also sacrificing herself in the process as Mount Wungador comes on collapsing. So Wanda Maximoff dies in this collapse, and after this battle with Doctor Strange and Chavez and Wong. Afterwards, Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer return to the respective multiverse Multiverses. And towards the end of the movie, at Kamartage, which is now repaired after the fight with Wanda Maximoff, Chavez is now training with the other sorcerers, and Doctor Strange, as a result of using a Darkhold, develops a third eye on his forehead, which is very much a very freaky scene when you look at it, which came from also dreamwalking into that corpse. And it's in the mid-credits scene, and where Doctor Strange going about his business, after going through that adventure in the multiverse, and also recruiting Chavez to become a sorcerer, he is approached by an unknown sorceress, who warns him that what Doctor Strange did in the events of going to the multiverse, 
multiverse triggered an incursion that he must now help resolve. The movie ends with Doctor Strange joining his unknown sorceress into the multiverse into another adventure, which I do believe will be the basis for the next Doctor Strange movie because at the end of the credits, it was revealed that Doctor Strange will indeed return and I do believe this unknown sorceress will be a key role in the next Doctor Strange movie and I also do believe this unknown sorceress will become his next love interest as Randall Christine Palmer is married to another man and not to Doctor Strange. So I do believe at the end, Doctor Strange finds a new adventure but also a new love interest, which I do believe will be in the next Doctor Strange movie whenever that does come out. And that there is my recap of the recent Doctor Strange movie called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now here are my closing thoughts on this film and what I took away from it. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. It's by far an excellent movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and also a good movie for Doctor Strange and also for Wanda Maximoff. As it really did show a lot of growth for both characters, particularly for Wanda, despite the fact that Wanda was indeed the villain in this movie. And I also saw her as a star of this film. It was definitely a good moment for Wanda despite how it ended for her, but it also does show the tragic side of Wanda and the effect it does have on her character and how that developed her into a villain in this film, even though in the end, she was overall a hero in the end. She's classified as a former Avenger in this film who turns rogue and eventually has to deal with Doctor Strange as he tries to save the multiverse from the wrath of Wanda Maximoff, who's overall just on a quest to get her kids back, even though the kids she does find are in a different reality that's not her own, which belongs to another Wanda in a different reality. And this film does a good exploration in terms of follow-up from the events of Westview from WandaVision, which was the first main Marvel story in a post-Donald's world right after the events of Avengers Endgame, which also did a good job of exploring Wanda Maximoff's character just like in this film. But Wanda was the main antagonist in this film. She was the villain, but Wanda's transformation to a villain did not happen overnight. A lot of this was because of her upbringing, how she grew up, how she lost her parents, and how she was later used by Hydra because of her abilities, and how she also lost her brother Pietro during the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. So Wanda Maximoff did indeed have a very tragic life. Nothing seemed to go right for her. The Avengers were her family, particularly Hawkeye, who in my view really did screw up. Now where was Hawkeye in this film, and why wasn't Hawkeye in the events of WandaVision? Where was Hawkeye when Wanda needed him? That we'll likely never know, because in the end, Wanda sacrificed herself at the end of this film in order to save the multiverse, after she saw what her actions were doing in the other alternate reality. But all of it could probably have been prevented had Hawkeye intervened much earlier. But Wanda's story in the MCU will continue. From what I heard, there will be more Wanda Maximoff in the MCU, in what capacity, we don't know. But despite how things ended for Wanda in this film, she will be back in action, most likely from a different Wanda in a different reality. As the multiverse in the MCU is now officially wide open given the events of this film and also the actions of Doctor Strange. Now as for Doctor Strange, this is a great film for him, a really good way for him to go on the multiverse and go on another adventure while also finding another hero by the name of America Chavez who is officially introduced in this film. This is an amazing film, a good adventure for Doctor Strange. We'll learn more about his character and also what he's been up to in a post-Donald's world right after the events of Avengers Endgame. He definitely learned a lot about himself in this film and also came to terms that he will never end up with Christine Palmer in this timeline, but also when visiting other realities, especially on the Earth where he found the Illuminati, Doctor Strange also learned that he also did not end up with Dr. Christine Palmer on that Earth. So it appears that through all these visits in the multiverse, Doctor Strange does learn that no matter what happened, no matter what he could do, it just wasn't in the cars for him to end up with the love of his life. And at the end of the film, he does seem at peace with that because he does seem to get a new sense of purpose in this film, and as being a mentor for a much younger hero with America Chavez, while also discovering a new adventure waiting for him in the multiverse with this new sorceress, which also does open the opportunity for the next Doctor Strange adventure whenever that may occur. But I love this film, I saw it in 3D with high definition sound, which really did 
did enhance the experience. This film was very trippy, psychedelic, and also very magical. It was definitely a journey into the unknown of the multiverse. And it was also very well crafted from beginning to end, and a well crafted story. Now things that did not occur in this film were the rumored cameos. They are rumored to be cameos of Loki, Sylvie, Mobius, Kang the Conqueror, and even Tom Cruise's Iron Man in this film. In the end, those cameos did not occur, but it also does not take away from the film, because all these cameos, if they had occurred, probably would have been too much, probably would have been overall a distraction for the movie, it probably would have taken away from the overall plot, it might have been just too much of a good thing. So the lack of those cameos doesn't take away from the overall film, as the film definitely had the right balance of cameos in this film, such as the live-action Captain Carter from Marvel's What If, along with the members of the Illuminati, which really did form quite a very unique group in this film. And there's also the horror movie element in this film, which is primarily fueled by Wanda Maximoff, as her scenes really did have the horror movie element going on, and it really did add to the story in a very nice way, by adding the element of suspense and the unique edge to the film's story. But for me what stood out the most was the life lesson in this movie. As Doctor Strange is an older guy in this movie, but he's still very much an effective member of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but at the same time though, he is also an aging superhero. And the same also goes for Wanda Maximoff, as she is not the same person she was from the movie of the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. Both Doctor Strange and Wanda are more battle-tested in this film. They experienced a lot in their adventures in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and also experienced a lot during the events of Endgame, and now in this post-Thanos world. But for Doctor Strange, one thing he does learn, though, is that no matter what reality he goes to, he does not end up with Christine Palmer to love of his life. That even though he's a superhero, even though he is a sorcerer who can alter realities and go to different realities, there is not a reality where things end up in the way he wants them to go. And that is a limit he does experience in this film, and that is not finding the reality he wants and not getting with the woman that he loves. Christine Palmer in this movie is not married to another man. Even though Doctor Strange wanted to be that guy, he, in the end, is not the person that she ends up with. And even though this is not what he wants, even though this is not the reality Doctor Strange wants to live in, he eventually comes to terms with it, he's at peace with it in the end. As he ends up finding a whole new purpose for himself by being a mentor for America Chavez, who no doubt has a bright future in the MCU, and also has a good mentor under Doctor Strange. But also he did want things to end differently for him. He wanted to end up with Christine Palmer, but he also did not abuse his power, and he didn't try to alter reality to make that happen. He respected what the passage of time brought him, he respected the multiverse, and came to terms with the idea that him and Christine Palmer were just not meant to be. But based on how we know Doctor Strange, especially from the very first movie, he was more of a career-oriented guy. He was more of a single guy, and seemed to be at peace with that, even though he did have the hidden desire for love. But as for Wanda Maximoff, in this film, she was not over the events of Westview. She wanted to get her kids back, even going as far to go into another reality in order to steal that way of life from another Wanda Maximoff in the multiverse. So our beloved Avenger, Wanda Maximoff, was the exact opposite of Doctor Strange in this movie. She definitely went down a very dark road in this film, and I think what happened was that Wanda Maximoff was like two people. There was a kind-hearted, girl-next-door kind of Wanda Maximoff, which we sort of saw in WandaVision, but in this film, even though we saw that side, briefly, especially in the multiverse, Wanda Maximoff was overcome by what she went through in WandaVision. She lost her sons, even though she created them, even though 
though they're all make-believe in the main timeline of the MCU, but there was a multiverse, another reality, in where there was a different Wanda, a more kind-hearted Wanda, caring for her sons, and a Wanda in our reality just cannot accept that wasn't her, and she used evil and her powers to try and steal that, only to be stopped by Doctor Strange in the end, and it also allowed Wanda Maximoff to realize what she was doing, and that what she was doing was wrong, in where she sacrificed herself in a last-minute act of redemption. But unlike Doctor Strange, Wanda cannot accept the fact that her reality was one that she cannot overcome. She cannot accept the fact that she cannot have her kids in the main MCU reality. She wanted to go to another reality to steal that. So she cannot accept that, that her life turned out the way that it did, and she wanted to use nefarious purposes in order to change that by altering reality in her own image. So I believe we saw two different sides of human nature in this film. One who's willing to accept reality as it is, and one who's willing to change it in her own liking. Now is Wanda Maximoff wrong in this film? Well my take on that is, I don't blame her for wanting to have a family, to have kids of her own, but her actions and methods were indeed not justified because she was trying to steal that from another Wanda in a different reality. So even though we could understand what she was trying to do, her actions and methods were indeed not justified and also just flat out evil. But she also had a good purpose behind it, even though what she did was just flat out the wrong thing to do. And also one thing that did stood out like I mentioned earlier here in this podcast, and that was Wanda did not seem upset by losing Vision. Vision is only mentioned once in this film, so it seems that Wanda has moved on from Vision. That her grief and loss over Vision has now passed. She just wanted to have two sons to raise. And that was her main focus in this film, while we also see her go down a very dark road, only for it to end badly for her in the end of the film. But Wanda is indeed a very beloved character in the MCU, one of my favorite characters, but also one of more tragic characters of the MCU because all this could have been prevented. I just believe the Avengers just didn't give Wanda enough to prevent the road that she went down in this film. But in the end, maybe it was just all meant to be. Maybe a lesson in this film was that we all get old someday and that we live in a reality that's probably already predetermined, but there could be also another reality in another parallel world with a different version of ourselves living a life we never imagined. And we saw that in this film with different versions of Doctor Strange and also another version of Wanda Maximoff, that even though there are superheroes in the MCU, there are other versions of themselves out in the multiverse, living a life that their counterparts might so desire, but also maybe living a life that their counterparts are also living that cannot have been prevented, just like Doctor Strange not ending up with Christine Palmer to love of his life. While Wanda Maximoff saw the opposite, she saw a counterpart living the life that she wanted, and that was a life with her two sons. But both Doctor Strange and Wanda Maximoff in this film had to learn that they have other realities out there with their own counterparts living a different life while they had their own in the main MCU universe. And perhaps they just had to respect that. They just had to respect the fact that their counterparts might have something different or maybe not something different while also respecting their counterparts in a different reality and not trying to alter reality by just leaving it as it is. Simply by just moving on towards the future with the expectation of something much bigger and better is bound to come. Just like with how the film ended for Doctor Strange, he found another woman, a sorceress, who invited him to adventure into the multiverse, who I do believe is going to be his next love interest. So even though Doctor Strange did not end up with Christine Palmer, he came to terms with that, knowing that something better was coming along, and in the end, it did. But as for Wanda, she made her choice. She tried to do an evil thing, but she found redemption through sacrifice. But in the end, Doctor Strange and Wanda Maximoff were an excellent duo in an amazing movie. They made their choices, and they lived their consequences. 
But through it all, regardless of their actions and their decisions, there are no doubt two of the most beloved characters in the MCU, as I have a lot of love for the both of them. And it was an honor to watch them on screen in this epic adventure. And that there's my recap of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, a fantastic film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this is not the end for Doctor Strange and Wanda here in Bruce Stilled, as they will appear again in the future. And that should do for me on this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast five stars in your desired podcast directory. I'm your host, Brandon. Do go out to drink some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey. And I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.